0: Hello, and welcome to Interfilm Recommends, a regular podcast for film club leaders to explore exciting new titles with their clubs. My name is Michael, and as usual, I'm joined by Joe. Hello. And we've got four primary and four secondary episodes lined up across autumn 2017 to discuss some great new releases, all available to order from Interfilm on DVD. In today's primary-themed episode, we'll be discussing Spanish-language school adventure, Zip and Zap and the Marble Gang. So let's begin. Zip and Zap and the Marble Gang is a PG certificate. We have it at 7 Plus on the catalogue. And as we've mentioned, it's a Spanish adventure in which two twin brothers are sent to a strict summer school where they form a gang of rebels to defy the cruel director.
1: So just before we get into the discussion and to help set the scene, here's a clip from Zip and Zap and the Marble Gang. <laughs> ¡Corre, la corre! Cinco, cuatro, tres, dos, uno.
0: ¡Duerman! ¡Ronquen y
1: duerman!
0: ¡Ronquen ni duerman! ¡No les oigo roncar! Aquí encontrarás la llave de tu destino. So, in that clip, you can hear uh, one of the uh, members of staff uh, counting down from five to one, and then what he says, essentially, sleep, snore, and sleep. So, straight away, this is right at the beginning of the film, straight away, Zip and Zap soon realise that they are not off on a a fun or playful summer that they might have thought, and it's a much stricter and harsher environment. Uh, So... How does the film present this idea, these ideas of work versus play? And what do the children learn throughout their adventures? Uh,
1: well, for the kids um, at the stall, it's summertime. So as far as they're concerned, their time should definitely be spent on play rather than work. But unfortunately, because they've been rather badly behaved for the rest of the year, they have no choice but to attend this stall um, in the hope that it will teach them some lessons. Um but for me one of the great pleasures of the movie is that it really celebrates the importance of play and that's the when they get together and form this gang, it kind of advocates for a little bit of healthy rebellion and nonconformity. Um the store they attend is quite an imposing place. If you look at it, it really resembles, you know, a classic haunted house that you see in stuff like Stooby Doo and their experience there kind of resembles an army barracks at times, I think. It's you know, they're all there in their uncomfortable beds and they're woken up at, you know, very early in the morning for these drills and they're not given names but referred to by a number. So it's kind of quite a, um, a daunting environment in which they're based for the summer. But what's brilliant is the way that the gang led by Zip and Zap challenge that and they do it in a really cheeky and very funny way. Uh, but while they're doing that, they also get drawn deeper and deeper into this very strange mystery about what the stall is really being used for. That's not to say that they don't learn anything during the film, though. And the, what the story explores is ideas around friendship and loyalty and courage and really champions to standing up for yourself. You know, one of the, um, a few of the members of the GAN are being bullied by other people in the stall, but the way in which they respond to that and the work together using teamwork I think is really positive.
0: One of the um, things, one of the themes that the film explores, is storytelling. Um, can you talk a little bit about how the film does that?
1: Yeah, so the story opens with Zip and Zap, which, as you mentioned, are uh, their two twin brothers, uh, giving very different accounts of how they both ended up at the stall. And what this does is does a really fun job of establishing the two central characters and their differences and their relationship with one another very quickly. And it also works as a very kind of gentle introduction to more sophisticated storytelling techniques around stuff like reliable narrators. Um, The film is based on a comic book. It's actually the first in a series of films. And you can really see the origins of that throughout, not only in terms of the visuals, but with how the narrative plays out. Um, For me, it's like, you know, when you're reading a really exciting adventure story and you keep wanting to turn the pages to find out what happens next. It really plays out in that way. And the other thing to mention is a tortoise language. Um, it is in Spanish, but it's told in really visual terms throughout. So not only is the film great for supporting MFL learning for, as a young age, but if anybody in the class or in the film club is struggling with the subtitles, they won't have any trouble following the story, I don't think, and they'll just be able to enjoy it purely on visual terms.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of notes there. So firstly, um, we wouldn't say that it's for Spanish learners only either. It's perfectly positive and fun film in its own right. Absolutely, yeah. And secondly, um, it actually explores uh, the language itself a little bit, and it's a nice little introduction to some of the nuances of the language. So there's a bit where... Uh B for Bravo or v for victory and there's a little discussion around that on as my very limited knowledge of Spanish goes um that is one of the uh differences between English and Spanish, for instance, so that is yeah. a nice little um learning point and discussion point for young uh young spanish learners
1: yeah absolutely, but as I say, you know it's not a film to learn languages for you know, and i don 't think any film should really be used for that purpose it's just a film that happens to be in spanish and Mm -hmm. it's just a cracking adventure story that i think kids will love
0: in your points there you've touched upon this a little bit but can we talk about the tone and the pace of the film and how you describe them
1: yeah i mean you'll have to excuse the pun here but it kind of zips along at a really great pace which is great and it remains exciting from start to finish um, what it has is a feel of you know, quite an old-fashioned adventure story in many ways. It's full of high jinks and you know slingshots and riddles and secret maps and all of those really fab things. And it's very funny throughout, both for adults and young audiences. I think it contains a fair few kind of healthy scares. I would say it's fair to say involving yeah. dolls and you know, creepy people in cloaks and all of that kind of thing. Nothing too out there, but you know enough to kind of get the Blood in a bit, shall so we say. Um, and it's only 90 minutes as well, so it doesn't outstay its welcome, and if you've got any children with shorter attention spans, they should have no problem in engaging with this from start to finish.
0: Mm. I mean, there's a bit of everything in there, isn't there? Mm. One of the things I would say about the film is that it has so many influences, mm. and it's so many different types of films rolled into one. So as you say, that sort of... Uh, that private school army thing, and yeah. then there's this magical element, and there's mystery, and you know, after 30 minutes, you think you've reached almost the third act, but there's yeah. so much so much left to explore in the film.
1: Absolutely, I, I totally agree. There's something kind of quite reassuring about the storytelling, I think. It feels very familiar and comfortable, but it's a very exciting story in its own right and very much its own thing. It's kind of very reminiscent of the early Harry Potter films, I would say, those sort of films that really spun to mind when I was watching it.
0: Yeah.
1: But I would also say stuff like the um, the Goonies and Spy Kids, uh, Jumanji. There's even a bit of Indiana Jones in there, and the kind of cheekiness of Diary of a wimpy kid. So it brings all of these elements together in a really kind of fresh and dynamic and fun way, I think.
0: Well, Zip and Zap and the Marble Gang is playing at the Interfilm Festival. We have a number of screenings of it. We have a blog on our website called Spanish School Adventures with Zip and Zap and the Marble Gang, and we have a film guide, too, for further discussion.
1: So that's everything today. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, do check out our previous podcasts, which are available on SoundCloud and now on iTunes, all of which are accompanied by Show Notes, which link to resources, including the film guides, the film lists, the blogs, the video, any video content we have around the film, and everything else that Michael mentioned.
0: And if you are interested in secondary content, we also have a new podcast episode now available featuring discussions of Their Finest and Lady Macbeth.
1: We'll be back with a new episode at the start of October, Uh, so we'll see you then, and until then, it's goodbye.